0: On this Wednesday edition of Any Given Fun Day, we talk about the NFL. All we do is talk about the NFL. The NFL is the only thing that is relevant in this world right now. Thank you so much for that COVID. Um, yeah, it's late. It's very late at night. I'm working a ton. Ray's working a ton. And we want episodes to get out to you people to make you laugh. All right. Listen to this bad boy. And make sure you check out the Instagram. And as always, make sure... You at the Fun Days Roll. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Any Given Fun Day. My name is Joey Haas, and sitting across from me is Slim Shady Ray himself, decked out in the hoodie, the legendary Roanoke College hoodie, <laughs> the vineyard hat,
1: I mean, just, just slap my hat as, on the mic, as
0: Ray, as it gets on this Tuesday night at 9:30 p.m.
1: I was just about to say I don't know if either of us will remember what the hell we talk about tomorrow when we when we go back and listen to this and I am so, so happy about that <laughs> I'm actually extremely cozy I was at, I was in bed because me and Joe were having this conversation we've been trying to figure out Joe's been working like a goddamn madman out there working the streets yeah, getting the bills yep. you know what I'm saying um but we've been discussing like when we you know, trying to find a time for that would work well both for both of us because I work seven to five every day. And then most of the time he's, you know, working in the afternoon if he's working at ESPN or whatever. And I was literally in bed because he texted me and said, Yo, well it's we can do it at seven thirty. I was like, I right, bet I'm so like I'm just dead. And he's and then he FaceTimes me and he's like,
0: I can't. Yeah, huh? yeah. They called me into the station. Not, two I was like, minutes later, I was I like, Oh like, "Man, hey, you want to pick up three more, four more hours at the station?" I'm sure. like, "Sure." No, I really said no. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> and he's like, he, "He's like, well, you know, the guy that asked personally one asked for you, and two, um, he's like second in charge there, and you're stupid not to." Basically, is what he said, and I yeah. was like, "Okay, fuck me, I'm doing it."
1: Yeah, a little hand in the pants under the table, you know. I'm saying to get your. Yeah. You go yep. higher there. Yep, yep, yep. So, so
0: you ever just get caught up in the grind? You do? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. I'm so, so caught up in the grind right now. I'm
1: like, it's you're going to, I guarantee you next week at some point you're going to be like, what day is it? I, I promise you that that's going to happen. You might even be thinking that now. Oh
0: God, that scared me. <laughs> All right. Sorry. That scared the Jesus out of me. That's what happens when you. Was been, that through
1: the? Com- was that through your computer?
0: I don't know. <laughs> what? No, just, I, I have no I idea. saw the phone light up, but I heard it through the maybe computer. Maybe it was through this thing. Maybe it was through the phone. I, I don't fucking know at this point. I really, you know, it was one of those things this week where I'm like, yo, and we'll be truthful. I was like, right, neither of us really have the motivation to do this podcast tonight, but like, these, this is just one of those like, grind it the fuck out. You know, like, get through it. And, you know, it's like the, you got to suffer through the pain to get to the good. This is one of those suffers. It really this is. is. One, this really is one of those suffers right here. Yeah. Um, I'm happy to be here, don't get me wrong, but do I really wish my head was on the pillow right now? Because I'm, like, shot and a half? Yeah, absolutely. But no, nah, I'm fucking here. And you know what we're going to fucking talk about first? The fucking Jets. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, honest to God...
1: Joe Flacco looked good.
0: He, the Jets made Cam Newton look like
1: a good quarterback. I, That's hard to do. I couldn't believe uh, Did you see the... Um, Cam Newton. Did you see the picture on Twitter? That was like where he was like mid-snap, like snap, like clapping his hands together and his eyes were closed. And it was like, please God, don't let me lose to the Jets or something like that. <laughs> I, think we're to... 18, I was laughing my ass off, man.
0: 18 completed pa- passes against the Blitz. For the most in his career, down down. What was he What was he down twenty to ten going into yeah. halftime? Mm-hmm. And they made Jacoby Myers and something <laughs> Damian Bird maybe. They they made them look like two good Cam, receivers. Cam, they are not good.
1: I want to pull up the stat right now because it was like Cam had like two hundred and eighty something yards. And I want to say like 170 of them were
0: 172 or 179. Cam had Jacob 200. Myers. Cam had 274.
1: Yep. Myers had 169 of those. 69. Yep. That's insane.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: It's like after like six or seven, you would think you would you know double them or something like that. But I just really believe that the Jets are just like screw it at this point. Like, what do we at? like? Why wouldn't we play for the loss? The only person that shouldn't be saying that is Adam Gase. Because he should know that he's on the hot seat if he didn't know already. But, I mean, this team is just – look it looks worse and worse every week. So
0: I'm just riding around in the car this morning just getting ready for – I was going from the gym back home to shower or something. Um, And I'm listening to one of the shows on the radio. And they're like, there's no better way to describe the Jets than, like, they already give you a shit sandwich every week, like a poop sandwich. But they're like instead of giving you, so the the analogy they gave was there's you know you you get you get Chipotle or something you get meat and then you can get double meat, or you get like you go to what Subway and you get turkey and you're like hey can I get some extra turkey on there? With the Jets it's like hey we're up twenty to ten that's like the meat, but then you lose and it's like double so like it's a poop sandwich already and you're getting a double poop sandwich now. And it just had me crying. I'm like, that is actually the biggest truth. Like, how? What? What goes through the the general manager, the owner? Like, what goes through the head of not firing at? They want him to suffer.
1: It's just the, that's they're why just, they're they want just, him to suffer. They are just the laughing stock of the entire NFL, and. The Giants a couple weeks ago were in that pool and now they're almost at top of the the division, like fighting for a chance to be in first place after this past week. It's it's wild what's going on in New York. And I want to say this is probably one of the closer New England Patriot Jets games that we've had in years since like probably like Sanchez.
0: Now the thing the thing to remember is I think that the Jets team had more talent. Last night, like, their their football team had more talent than that Patriots team did. And they still lost. And that may have been their one shot to get a win. Oh, yeah. This entire Like, if you look at that Patriots team and you look at that Jets team and you go through the receivers, you go through the tight ends, you go through the running backs, you know, wherever you want to go, you, you say, okay, this Jets team legitimately has more talent than this Patriots team right now. On this Monday night football game. Like, you look at it and you're like, all right, they're better. And they still, still found a way to fuck it up. <laughs> 20 to 10. they
1: Scored they, seven in the second they were half. Up
0: 27 17, I think, comfortably in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And they still found, all they had to do was possess the ball. All they had to do. And, they were moving up and down the fields, making their plays, and they still gave us a double meat, double poop sandwich. Yeah. Double double tortilla. I mean, double everything. Just smear the shit on, and then, oh, if it's going to fall apart, make sure you cover it up with some shit.
1: I just really didn't understand why Frank Gore only touched the ball 12 times.
0: Uh, and, and, you know, it, it kind of about, blew my mind. Piran only touched the ball six times. Uh,
1: yeah. I mean, they want to use him. What
0: are they doing? And they only
1: used him in, like he had eight total touches in the game. And that's with with two receptions <laughs> for 26 yards. You have 13 yards a catch. Like, I, I don't know what the thought process is going forward for this team. But I just feel like, like I said, I think that, I think they're just tanking. I mean, at at this point, you have to feel like that when you know when this team had an actual chance for the first time this season to win a football game, and it ends like that. Like, obviously, they like say say they miss the field goal, right? Say New England misses that field goal. I feel like if the Jets get the ball first, they win that game.
0: I could probably bet my life savings that the Jets still find a way to lose. Really. Yeah, they're just not good. Like the, it's the Jets' way,
1: dude. Joe Flacco looked like Baltimore Ravens Joe Flacco good. last night. Yeah, at some he, t- he sometimes, looked good. No, sometimes, sometimes. He, he looked good. But I mean, I was never. I've been saying it from the start of the season that I wasn't high on Cam coming back, and you know, I think it would have been like I think it was a good place for him to go. You know, with a, with a great defense um, that is an esta- pass, yeah, and yeah. an established running game. Like, at the start of the season, I'm talking about established right. running game and some receivers that can help them out. And, an, exactly. and an offense that, could, that can kind of renew itself and bring it back and be like, okay, we're still here.
0: Well, ideally, it was supposed to be the plug-and-chug of, of you take out Tom, but, like, the rest of the Patriots team stays, and then you just put in can. So it's like, oh, yeah. You know, it's just a little bit of a downgrade, if not an upgrade, at quarterback for some Patriots fans they're like, oh yeah, you know, it's just Cam. But he's already on this Patriots team that played great last year. And you're like, Oh yeah, we're gonna be fine. And then before you know it, like eight dudes go out on they don't even sign up for the season on their defense. You know, you're missing everybody and their their uncle and their third cousin on the offense. And before you know it, it's Cam and, and you know, whatever's left and some and, and Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels. Daniels and, you know, that's where they're stuck now. It's like this whole different team. No high tower, no Gilmore, and
1: but but notice what? But Junior. no, but notice this, right? I mean, look at what? I mean, this isn't the first time that this has happened to a Patriots team, right? If you look in the past on what when Brady was there with Belichick, if guys went down, people went out, they went and looked to sign somebody, and I just feel like they're not doing that this year. I don't know if it was because they weren't sure of camp, you know. Obviously Cam was on the the COVID list, so you know, those two those couple weeks hurt them, right? Because they lost both and they kind of got out of that contention of being like, okay, now we have a playoff shot, so like we're we're not really looking for it. So I just feel like even if you're not in playoff contention, you still if you believe that you're gonna continue to sign Cam Newton and you're gonna go forward with him, you need to give him help around him, even if the season's chalked. Because if you're not able to get Cam Newton back and you're Telling that the New England Patri- the New England Patriots fan base that you're committed to this guy for the future, then it's going to be an issue, you know, going forward. Even if he has that, because he's not going to get his confidence back. Because, like I said, if this guy starts losing, it's all downhill for him. When he's winning, he's on his high horse. He's he's dressing he's dressing to success. He, I mean, he's looking great, and and he literally doesn't care what's going on, yeah. and just it has something about him. That, like, swag. his ego, yeah, he's his ego swag. is just, like, through the roof, yep. and he's walking around like he owns shit. And when he's not, it's like, who the hell is this guy?
0: It's depression. Look like walking he just came depression. out
1: of, a, like, a, like, a jail cell on a on a press conference, like, table, and you're like, who who is this guy?
0: You look like, you, you know what I think of, every time I think of Cam, when you see, like, one of those pictures and his head's just down, I think <laughs> one of those, like, depression commercials on TV, when it's like... Take a Cenafil and like you just, he just he walks through his whole day just like you know what like I think when he and said
1: you know what yeah. I think when he takes his helmet off, What? it looks like a mop. He needs to cut that shit. Yeah, it's yeah, horrible.
0: Yeah, a little bit, but, but let's talk. Let's talk positive. Tua and o. Tua and O.
1: I you like that? that? Yeah, I did.
0: How about a great quarterback uh, duel the other day? Um... Little Kyler Murray. Tua one, Tunga by Loa.
1: One we're hopefully gonna be watching for a really long time. That was uh that, that, that was, was a fun game to a, watch.
0: That was a very, very fun game to watch. I do agree. Um Kyler Murray played great
1: twenty one of twenty six for Murray, twenty of twenty eight for Tua. It was I mean, it was back and forth the whole way. Kyler had eleven carries for a hundred and six yards and a touchdown. That's Daniel Jones esque.
0: Yeah. Um <laughs> Very impressive, um, and then on the other side of the football too. Tua, twenty to twenty-eight, two forty-eight, two touchdowns. Uh, I mean, he looked great. He was throwing the ball well. He was making quick decisions. Um, what a what a statement win for this Miami team. I we are watching. I mean, I get it's COVID season, whatever, but we are literally watching the tables turn in the NFL right now. I mean, you know whether we realize it or not, we are seeing the downfall of the Patriots. And we're seeing the Dolphins, who we laughed at for so long, finally turn it around at what five and two now. Yeah, I mean, and that, that was a statement. What five and three? But yeah, five and three, statement win for the Dolphins. Statement win.
1: And let me tell you what. I mean, this is you know a very underrated defense, and this. may I mean, we're talking about maybe one of the best defenses in the league entirely, and they they've built that around the draft. And they've built. They've really built this team through the draft over the years, and, and kind of been going under the radar because they've been doing so bad, and they haven't, you know, come up right away on that pedestal like when, like you know, like how Kyler hit everything, or I mean, you can you can name a couple other guys who have had instant success that have brought their team. You could even argue Goff. I mean, going to the Super Bowl with the Rams as quickly as he did, right? So, I mean, these guys have been Shaq Lawson, Van Noy, Xavier Howard all these guys are just stepping up and making it so much easier for two to come in and fit this role. And I feel like if this defense wasn't playing that well, it would have been a lot more difficult because it takes the pressure off him that, you know, we saw them last week beat the Rams where he had what, like, he, I don't even think he had a hundred yards th- or throwing last week. Did he? No.
0: Nope. So it was, yeah, you know what I
1: mean? Well. So it's, it's taking the pressure off him, making the rookie feel comfortable, getting him in his groove. And then when you have that pressure off of you, you can do things like that. And, he's winning close games like what he did at Alabama. I mean, he's still proving that, you know, he, he belongs here. And, you know, I was iffy about it fr- from the start with, you know, ending Fitzpatrick's reign. Um, but, I mean, it's proven so far to – I don't think with F- Fitzpatrick they win this game against the against the uh, Cardinals. I
0: mean, how about, how about we pay some respect to Flores, dude? Flores is – I mean, talk about a, a guy that's – Gathered his soldiers and got them ready for war, and you know they're completely behind him. They're they love everything that he has to say, love his his ego, the way he leads the team. I mean, you look at the what is it the Belichick family tree, we'll call it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got to be the most successful one right now. I mean, you know how some of them are kind of iffy, and you question some of the the you know Patricia, you que- you know you you have some question marks there. Mm-hmm. Flores, dude, low key, low key. A top 10 coach in the league, low key. Probably not the highest of keys. People are sleeping on him because it's still the Dolphins. I mean, as of right now, I would agree with you. Great coach. And he's motivating these guys. He's got them playing so hard every play. And I love watching me some Dolphins football.
1: One thing I will say to the Miami Dolphins yes, fucking cut Jordan Howard. My goodness. Poor Jordan. It's man. done what for happened him. To him. I don't know, but It's over. It's every over. time he touches the ball, it's line of scrimmage. I mean, there's I don't know if he's had a rush over like 10 yards this season because I feel like I know obviously um what's his name there that came, that um came up and has been doing well. He got injured last week. Um but oh, and yeah, sadly, yeah. I was really hoping because Brita was like the next guy up. And he ended up, of course, having like a hamstring injury or something along those lines where he wasn't able to take the reins and he would have gotten, you know, the touches this week. But hopefully that will come this week and he'll be able to to shine because I really believe that he kind of got you know the shit end of the stick with with what happened with the 49ers and how many running backs they had but he played really well last year and i think if he gets a shot that and he gets the right amount of touches and he gets involved in this offense he can help Tua out even more because you yep. don't want to have, rely on Tua completely um throwing the football because you need a you need a run game and when Tua is your second leading rusher with only 35 yards and your top rusher had 38 yards Going forward, that's not going to win you football games. So I just need the Dolphins to figure out the rushing situation. And I know, like I said, I, I don't know, I can't think of his name, but um, like yeah, I know Laird, that the other dude, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but in general, going forward, that's going to be a big thing for them. Like I said, taking as much pressure off too as possible.
0: I got one thing for you, and it's
1: <laughs>
0: that's my best dolphin noise. <laughs> How about? Drew Brees, the Saints came marching, and they they gave they served the Buccaneers up. This is just what I'm going with tonight, a, a a mega poop sandwich, like a hot steamy poop sandwich right off the press. Give me a side of chips. I mean, ouchie, ouchie. How about a funny stat for you, Ray? Since 1930, this is just one I heard the other day, and it stuck with me. Since nineteen thirty, there has been um I mean every game's been you know, stat stats have been saved, okay. Sorry, I couldn't spit it out. Point being that was the least amount of time or there was five five rushing plays, I think, for Tampa Bay the other night. That is the least ever by a football team in a single game. The least
1: <laughs> Do you know <laughs> Do you know can you tell me the three rushers The three rushers from the from the Bucks.
0: It's got to be McCoy Jones and Fournette, no? It's
1: not McCoy. Who's the backup for the Bucks? <laughs> Who? <laughs> Blaine Gafford. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious! It was a sack. So but, I mean, so do you, yeah, that's wild.
0: Are you first of all like let's let's just break this down. Drew Brees, I mean, talk about a statement when Saints came out and they're, you know, we've been sleeping on the Saints all year. I have. I'm sure you have a little bit. They're just not the same. They didn't have the same swagger. They didn't have Mike Thomas. So you're like, I I don't know. It really changed a lot. It was a different dimension.
1: They've just been up and down all year. I feel And they're six and two. It feels like they're like three and three. Or like a three and five, four and yep. four type yep. team with what we hear and what we see from them every week. But they still because win. we because they we know what win. Kamara's capable of, right. and Tom, like Emmanuel Sanders stepped up immensely yes. in him being out. But now that he's back, you know, what I mean, he's he's still going to be Michael Thomas, so he's going to be the number yeah. one threat. But I, I just like this team just doesn't feel like they should have should have done that to the box. I don't understand.
0: And the funny thing, the funny thing to me was, you know, they they said that. ESPN said that. I mean, it wasn't really a stat, but Mike Thomas has played in two games this year, and he, and the Saints are two and zero in in games that Thomas has played in. Um, if you go to Thomas's stats on the season, uh, they're not they're nothing that you're like, oh my god, this guy's amazing. Uh, I think he had I think he's played in two games this season, and he's caught five catches for fifty one yards and three catches for seventeen yards. So. Well, why are you telling us that they're two and out in games that Mike Thomas poison like no one cares if he's not producing whatsoever
1: i think it's the i think what their main point of it is is the fact that he's on the field and he's another weapon that you have to worry about because when you have a guy like that on the field that can change a game entirely and you know go for 10 catches for you know, 125 yards. I mean, look at what what happens with the Packers when Devonte um, Devonte Ad- obviously Devonte Adams is, is is excelling much more than Michael Thomas has in his couple of games there. But you see what the you know the the factor of him not being even on the field present does to the rest of the receivers. It makes those smaller guys step up Way even more. Bigger. Yeah, it makes them even more valuable because you're like, okay, I got I got that third string corner on me. I'm definitely not a third string wide receiver in my opinion. I'm going to go make this route and I'm going to get the ball 10 times today and I'm going to have the big game. You know what I mean? So, it gives that element of um versatility.
0: We're going to call it the Michael Thomas effect. Yeah, and I I, I think I, it's it's, hard,
1: it's the same thing with Don it's DeAndre a real Hopkins. Thing. It's a real I thing. mean, you're any sober. of those any of those guys on the field for because, especially receivers because we know how big quarterbacks mean in the in the league.
0: And it just gives that I feel like it almost just gave Drew Brees like confidence again. He was like, okay, I can actually hit other dudes. I mean, funny the the funny thing is is Mike Thomas led the team in receptions and receiving yards, but didn't catch a touchdown. I mean, one went to Trotman, one went to Emmanuel Sanders, one went to uh Hill, and one went to Traquan Smith. Um so it's not like these like these were guys that weren't stepping up when there was no Mike Thomas. But now now that Mike is there, it just almost creates a fear in defense. It's like, oh, shit, Mike's back. And, you know, kudos to Drew Brees, man. I mean, because he's been going through it a little bit. And people have been questioning his shoulder and this and that and blah, blah, blah. Well, he just told everybody and told the whole nation to basically shut it. So I'm super happy for them. And over to the Buccaneers, man, I... I, I don't know what to I don't know if I should be scared yet I don't know if I shouldn't be scared I don't know I know Tom Brady's still really good at football
1: I I don't know if it was just like
0: I just you know don't an think oops game because whatsoever.
1: he's he's we've been talking him up so much this year he's had you know a couple of games where we were like oh maybe maybe he is done maybe this maybe that and then the next next week he comes back and throws five touchdowns for, for three hundred eighty yards right like he did against the like he did it against the Chargers I think it's gonna be one of those things where. Um, right. He hasn't had. This type of opponent in his division where he has to face twice a year in a very long time. So I think that's going to come with, you know, come with time. And I think, you know, playing them twice is going to give him a lot more to look over and a lot of more tape to evaluate for when if they come up against each other in the postseason. Um but in general, like I said, I just don't, you know, he's faced the Bills, the Jets, and the Dolphins, you know, the last, what, 20 years of who his career? Been, yeah, who have who haven't, the whole time. Who haven't yeah, exactly. That, he's yes. They've never been even yes. a contender besides the Jets, the year, the two years that they went right, to the AFC right. Championship. I mean, other than that, you can't say anything about the teams in the league. And now you're going up against a guy who's basically every other week you're switching records with him, right? Literally. It's yeah, like yeah. It's, it's insane. So I think that aspect of it is um something but just his decision making man it it worried me
0: dude it's bruce arians i'm telling you it's bruce arians
1: those throws are not bruce arians fault
0: but it's but why but he shouldn't be making that many throws like th- this team is built Joe, off of yes
1: they have the most weapons it doesn't matter so you're telling me you're telling me that he shouldn't be throwing the football like... But you're telling me Nick Foles should be throwing the football 52 times? No, Nick Foles sucks. Okay, but my point is that if Nick Foles is throwing the football 52 times and what they were, what the Bucks were doing with Jameis Winston last year, you're telling me that they should switch up how they're playing because Brady ha- should be playing extremely better than Jameis Winston and be getting the, like 20 more touchdowns and 20 less picks.
0: You just... Open Pandora's box, first of all. Oh, Don't you dare mention Jameis in vain, first of all, because this is living proof right here that Jameis may not be as bad as everybody makes him out to be.
1: That's not true. Listen, listen, listen. It's one listen, football game. Just
0: listen, listen. All I'm saying is with Tom Brady at 40 whatever the fuck he is. He's still old,
1: better than Jameis Winston.
0: Tom Brady literally calls his junk a prostate. Now that's how old he is. <laughs> all right. So first of all, like what I'm what I'm trying to get at, right, is that, you know, at this point in Tom's career, it needs to be play action passes and you open the game, you open your your guys up with the run game. You don't go out there and run the ball 5 5 times. You don't do that. No, but the you reason run the football and you open it up and you get play action and you get some big plays. Let me ask you a question. You don't just force the passes down somebody's throat and that's, think that they're gonna work just because you have three studs out there. That's
1: not what I'm saying. What has happened with the Dallas Cowboys that happened to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in this game? What was the score at the end of the first quarter, Joe?
0: At the end of what?
1: At the end of the first quarter, what was the score? I don't know. What was it? Fourteen nothing. Right? Yeah. Fourteen nothing. You have no establishment in the game. You looked horrible. You got to come out with slam because if you if you just come out and run the football and try and control that, you don't have control. You've already lost control of the game. How many touches this quarter? That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying get rid of the game plan. My point is that what did the Dallas what did the Dallas Cowboys do when they had Dak and Zeke? I mean, Zeke was barely touching the football. And they were and they were coming back because they had to. They were playing from behind, so they weren't able to run the football to control the game like they normally do because their defense was like obviously their defense the bucks their defense wasn't being put in great positions uh, to succeed. But my point my point over is that if you're behind that early to a team like that that you know can put up forty. Like you're not gonna just run the football to try and establish your pass game. You have to establish your pass game to get back into the game to take control to run the football again. I
0: really think it's Bruce Aaron's. But
1: once the once the game got out of hand like it did, I mean they just gave kind of it almost seemed like they just gave up. They're like, all right, screw it. Whatever the score is, the score is. And then like once Brady threw that fourth pick where it was just like a lob in the air, I was Bruce like Bruce
0: Aaron's. Bruce Aaron's fault. It's not Brady's fault. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let Tom Brady I'm take not, blame for this.
1: I'm not gonna put all blame on Bruce Arians for this. I'm game.
0: gonna put sole blame on Bruce Arians. I'm not. Tom Brady knows exactly. He he can read an offense or defense just as good as anybody ever.
1: Why did he throw three picks?
0: Because Bruce Arians forgot how to run the football and he's forgotten how to run the Is football. Is he the offensive coordinator?
1: Huh? Is he the offensive coordinator?
0: He's the fucking coach.
1: All right. But who makes the play calls? Who makes the audibles? Who uh, may? Uh, I I don't know. Maybe it's me. It's I'm, not, Saran, I'm not. It's not you.
0: It's Bruce. It's not you. Don't you dare take the blame for this. I'm not taking the it's blame. Not I'm not. It's at not all. you. It's not you. I'm not. All right. It's him. It's not you. I'm just saying. It's not you. All right. It's not you. If You're just gonna talk over me. I'm just gonna stop. I'm just saying. It's not you. It's Bruce.
1: <laughs> we we'll move on.
0: Yes. Any, What's next? Any other football games you want to talk about? Um. Any other football things you want to talk about before we hop off football?
1: How about the Bills putting up 44 on the Seahawks? What happened to the 12th man, Joe? <laughs> what the hell happened to the 12th man? You know what I mean? They I, were I a defensive I can't Matt Hasselbeck minded team a few years ago.
0: I cannot tell you what happened you know to what the I mean? 12th man. Like, I know you.
1: the 12th man's obviously their um their fans, but I oh, mean I know. it just seemed like they it's had it. What my point was <laughs> they used to look like they had a 12th man on defense because of how good their defense was. And now it just seems like, what I mean, you, you, you got Jamal Adams, and I feel like he doesn't make a single difference on that nope, football team. Nope. And he doesn't. We thought he was going to bring a different tenacity to it, but I mean, Jesus Christ, forty-four to the Buffalo Bills.
0: That's why I am now putting them in the the pretender. Uh, they are not contenders anymore. They are now pretenders.
1: Also, Russell, um, I think a big swing point of that game. I don't know if you watched it. Yep was they were down in the red zone. Yeah. And he threw like a lob over to I don't think it was um Carson it was what who, um the other one. Um that filled to Dallas? In f- yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, Dallas. Um D Dallas. Yeah. Don't he, know his
0: first name just D D. <laughs> Dallas.
1: Um but he threw it like up in the air a lob when he could have just fired it to him and it, it would have been a score and they ran it back for a touchdown. And I just felt like and after that it was like three or four possessions later he threw another pick and i and was like blown. i was like dude and then they're playing back from behind because if that came, if they score that touchdown they don't go down as many as they do need to come back and then they start playing out of their minds again it was like a different team that i was watching in the first half than i was in the second half because yeah. they were t- all announced talking about it. i was like uh, russell is doing so good this year and so i'm like I'm like, yeah, he's doing great. And then, you know, I'm on my fantasy team. So they had to say something about it. And then he goes and throws two picks. And then he came back from it through for almost 400 yards and a couple of touchdowns after that. But it was just too little, too late.
0: You know what, though? Josh Allen's really fucking good at football. He is. He's good. <laughs> if anything, I, I mean, if we can take one thing away, Josh Allen, you cannot tell me right now that Josh Allen still isn't like he's, he's proved himself to me. He has. He may not be the best quarterback in the world, but he'll find a way to win. And he's going to eat. Like, he's not the most pretty when he does it, but he just finds ways to win. And that, and you know, that game yesterday really told me, or not yesterday, whatever it was. I don't even know what fucking day it is. <laughs> um, What this game told me was that this Bills team has gone from just being like a playoff contender to being a team that can now you know, win a game in the playoffs. And, like, I'm confident that they can win a game in the playoffs now. You know, they've beaten teams that – and played close with teams that are Super Bowl contenders, that are legit contenders in their conferences. And I feel like that game yesterday told me that this, this Bills team went from, okay, we're content making the playoffs to, okay, we're content making it to the second or third round. Or whatever it may be, and we're we're looking to not only make the playoffs this year and say that we're a playoff team every year, but now we're all right. We're contenders now. It's not just some playoff. You know, we're here to we're here to play a game in Buffalo or something and get our fans hyped up. It's like we're here to fucking win.
1: Let me ask you a question before we we end the NFL topic. Yeah, because. You know, we see, like I said, we see, we see the Bills beat the Seahawks, The team that we were talking about a couple weeks ago is, you know, you know, Russell Wilson MVP. Yep. This team's going to be the Super Bowl bound again. And, you know, is there really a team in your mind that, especially after this week where the Steelers struggled against the Cowboys, uh, a defeated Cowboys team, and then the Chiefs, you know, they didn't struggle, but they play, were played close and could have easily lost that game to the Panthers. If if a few things went their way at the end of that game and they played that a little bit better than throwing, than dumping the ball twice to Mike Davis in the open field, um, you know, getting out, getting short out routes, getting out of bounds, they could have had that that field goal lined up a lot closer than they did, and the Chiefs could have easily lost that game. Is there a clear cut? I mean, favorite in your mind after after this weekend?
0: To be honest with you, man, uh, you know, I I still have to go Chiefs. I, I really do. And it just seems You
1: were Steelers last week. Huh? You were Steelers last week. I,
0: I can't I, I think the Steelers are one of the best I think the Steelers are a top three team in the NFL. But just to, after watching the the Chiefs again, it, it almost seems to me like like Pat Mahomes is playing at fifty like he's he's playing at half speed right now. And he is just you know, like he isn't giving everything he's got. He's not being flashy, he's not being crazy. He's just doing enough to like squeak by wins every week, and I feel like this team is just, you know, they don't want to let the cat out of the bag, and they're just kind of doing the bare minimum to get past teams. And, like, Pat's playing great football, but we know, we know what level he can play at. We know what level this team can play at. Oh, my God, what's behind me? Nothing. Oh, Jesus, God. I just
1: looked up. You scared
0: me, man. I was like, there's <laughs> no chance that there's... My eyes my go eyes.
1: off you for one second. You're worried that a demon is behind you. Probably.
0: But, you know, I I, I don't know. I just feel like this, this Chiefs team is just an arm and a leg better than everybody on offense. And they can really, whenever they want to, kick it into another gear. Andy Reid's just going to bust out the other playbook that he's got. Like, hiding. He's probably got it tucked in, like, under his shirt or something, <laughs> under his jacket. And he's got like the normal Chiefs playbook and then he's got like the actual Chiefs playbook. So like he plays a you know, he has the fake one where he just runs like normal bullshit plays and then he has the other one where it's like Andy Reid's trick plays that he's been, you know, cooking up in the in the uh in in the basement of a fucking crack house for, for thirty years <laughs> that he just rips out like every playoffs so and he's like, Yeah, you guys didn't know about these fuckers. Like that's what I got. Chiefs are badass.
1: Yeah, no, they're. Uh, Chiefs are really good. They're a fun team to watch, but well, I I loved watching what Teddy Bridgewater did, honestly. Oh yeah, to take nothing oh, away. Oh, he's playing great. And I mean, what a difference it made with Christian McCaffrey on the field. Sure. Holy man, I mean, this
0: team—it's wild. The Panthers team is not bad this year.
1: No, I've been they're saying that great. from the start. I, they're, like they're like good. how when you asked me, you know. Um, if Mike Davis was just you know a form to to what they were doing and everything like that, yeah, I no, mean, no, I mean McCaffrey is that McCaffrey good. is that good? He, he's, he's the best run back I mean, quickly. he gets a he gets literally a handoff that's you know an ISO to the right and it's a 10, 11 yard gain. You're like, how the hell did he get the get no, that he's, open? He's explosive and so. he's he
0: is he's a very very talented guy. Um, that that has both of it. I mean, the athleticism and then he has the he has the brain that, that matches it.
1: Yeah, it's been a Absolutely insane. Honestly, I feel like every week I'm like, this is an absolutely insane week of NFL football that I'm watching, yeah, and I great. love it because it's I not. It. You know, I mean, you don't know what's going to happen next week because I feel like upsets are just you don't know who to pick each week. I yep. feel like.
0: Yeah, I do. I do miss. I really, really miss fans, though. Like it's. I really miss fans. I do
1: too, but I, I think mean, it's. I, I think it's better better than the, nothing. Yeah, but, but it's I better really that we're. Do, we're playing it at all. You know what I mean, and, and we don't seem to be having you know crazy amounts of. We kind of thought when once we had one COVID hit, it was going to be like all oh, well, all downhill from here. But it was kind of the same thing with the MLB that ended up being um, being all right, and they're doing the NFL is doing a great job. Um, I will say that. Um, um,
0: yeah, I, I I don't know. It's just it's hitting me. It's hitting me. I'm just I'm almost sick of just looking at empty stadiums at this point. It's just bothering me. I don't know, but I'm I'm all right. Like I still enjoy football every week. But just not seeing fans is just like it's getting, it's almost getting normal, and, and and that's what's making me bother. That's what's bothering me. It's like before it was, you know, there. It was like it was weird every week, but now we've been watching it for so so long that it's like it's almost normal, and now I don't like that because now I'm like uncomfortable, very uncomfortable. <laughs> All right, other other big news, other big news that doesn't involve football. Um, we mentioned it a little bit last week. But basketball is officially coming back very soon. Very soon. December 22nd, tip-off this There's
1: going to be NBA on Christmas Day. I'm so happy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm so happy.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm happy too, man. Um, Yankees just, Yankee star, free agent DJ LeMay, who will not accept $18.9 million qualifying offer. I already knew that. Cool. But basketball is back. Um, I'm excited. I'm I feel like maybe it wasn't enough time and I am genuinely sorry to some of the players that had to play in the bubble up until middle October, but at the same time, you guys are making so much money that you wipe your tushies with $100 rolls of $100 toilet paper, just like straight bills on your butt, so shut up and let's play some basketball again and ice your knees extra with the money that you have. And let's play ball. Um, dude, I'm 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 happy. Like, I could not wait until what end of January to get basketball. Like, it's time, it's time. Free agency starts soon. Um, I'm gonna shut up now. Sorry,
1: no, you're good. I was just like, did they didn't officially announce? Yeah, Yeah, I'm 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 excited. I mean, um, what was I just going to say, though? Oh, um, the bubble has not been official, um, officially announced yet, that they're going to keep doing that this year, right?
0: Right, right. So, it actually, it, it seems to me like it will be empty stadiums, which which does kind of...
1: It just doesn't make sense. The, that one thing just doesn't make sense to me. But the why, World Series had people. Well, that was because it was... um Outdoors, right? I don't know if that was the thing. I they were
0: bubbled. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think like... I
1: I don't know. I I thought that's what the reasoning was because... I I mean, I don't really know. I don't know why.
0: Why? Yeah, why can some... (laughs) So
1: that's Maybe? Maybe it was because it was outside and you can bring outside I don't know. It was was definitely more... That's what I
0: think. I think it has to do with outside air. So if we can somehow come up with a basketball stadium...
1: Open basketball stadium,
0: Open basketball stadium, Let's play outdoors (laughs) on the courts...
1: NYC street and, yes, ball, street ball, in the middle
0: of December. Um, <laughs> we'll just it'll be like a, a gazebo um, type of atmosphere. So we'll just put something over the top, but it won't it won't be closed. So we'll just put something where people can breathe outside air. Oh, or just how about this? How about this? I know this one's gonna blow a lot of people's minds. How about you open the fucking window? How about that one? Oh my an, god. You're such an asshole. Oh my god. Oh my god. How about you open the window? We get some fresh air in these stadiums and let's let some people in to cheer on your basketball players. Biggest thing though. I mean, let me let me t- let me just brush on a couple storylines here. I mean, KD and Kyrie obviously a huge thing. Um Lakers are looking to make a move for another player here in the in the offseason after they just won a championship. The Miami Heat have a lot of money. Victor Oladipo is on the move probably. Uh Bradley Beal's name's still getting tossed around everywhere. We just saw I just saw something today. Russell Westbrook. Looks like he if he com- becomes available, the Knicks are going to make a run on him and the Clippers are going to make a run at him as well. I, I mean, what are the Clippers going to do <laughs> now that you know they already have all these what players? Are gonna so what are they going to do next? What's their next move to add another great player? and still lose in the second round. CP3 maybe to the Suns. CP3 maybe to the Suns with Aiden and Booker. I I kind of like that. We have, have, Raymond, I will give you 12 days, I believe, until players can start signing deals with new teams. Yeah. 10 days until free agency officially opens. Um, But I think there's that two-day grace period of accepting, and it's just uh, verbal agreements. And then it looks like 12 days from now, which will be next Thursday, Uh, no, nope. whatever that is, whatever it will be, maybe a Sunday. I don't know. I I couldn't even do the math if I tried right now. I'm so shocked.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's, uh, Sunday. But we're going to see
0: some new players on some new teams. We're going to see some trades happen and people that have been cooped up and missing basketball. Um, this is going to be the exact same. Um, we're going to see the hot stove or whatever the hell you call it. I mean, I know it's a baseball thing, but I'm calling it a basketball thing too, because it's cold. So hot stove. (laughs) I'm ready for it. I'm ready to see some new players on some new teams. I'm ready to see some switch ups. I want to see if LeBron can get somebody else. I want to see if this Mavericks team can land a guy like Beal. Um, I'm excited to see some new coaches, lots of new coaches this year. Um, Lots and lots and lots of great stories coming into this NBA season. Uh, I'm just happy that Adam Silver and the players came up with an agreement. To get back to basketball, um, I know that they ended up taking a, I think it was a 12% annual uh, pay cut in their salaries um, in order to make this happen. But you know, we're gonna be sitting there on Christmas, and we're gonna be after we open gifts, and we're gonna be able to watch basketball. I don't know if there's gonna be people there. Uh, I don't know if there's gonna be plastic in between Doris Burke and and you know whoever else, Jalen fucking Rose, whatever it may be. I don't know if there's going to be a piece of plastic in between them, but there's going to be basketball on Christmas, and that's always heartwarming. And we're going to get great matchups, and it's going to be the start of a new season, and it's going to bring a lot of hope. So let's get
1: it. Yeah, I'm hyped about it. And I'm really hyped to the fact and commend uh like you said Adam Silver for getting this deal done as quickly as he did. Oh, Jeff is and such a great guy. I mean, the player guy. it just feels like the players association with him and even you know Stern before him. They just get it. I just feel like they the NBA it. has always gotten it right with with how with what the players want and what the what what they know the fans want as well instead of making it um, you know what ratings and and stuff like that. It's more about making the players happy because they know that if they're making the players happy, then then people are going to want to watch of basketball. That it's going to be it's going to be that much higher. Yeah, Maybe. exactly. If you can so. make
0: your players happy, and that makes them want to play basketball. That's just better basketball for us to watch. Um, I mean, I just I don't even know where to start.
1: I really just can't wait for free agency to actually hit and these deals to be done for things to be set and then. When you really think about it, we're a month away from the NBA season starting up again. When... I and mean,
0: training camps are starting, honestly, dude. Two, three more podcasts and, and training camps start.
1: That's what I mean. We were just kind of talking about, like, what are we going to do for the next couple of months? Because we have it's no something. idea. It's right? Something. I know. We, we didn't really know what, what was going to be coming of it. And now it's um, another thing to really look forward to in the middle of, you know, the NFL season coming down. Probably being, like, what, week 12-ish or so? Or no, probably even closer to closer to the end. Actually, it might be towards like week fifteen or sixteen. What? And uh, once when the NBA season hits,
0: whatever it may be, it's it's going to be a nice. Maybe close to playoff and time. And still seventy two games, man. We're getting a lot of basketball, a lot of basketball. Um, and who knows, man? Who knows? This may be the new norm um, as far as when the NBA starts. As far as how many games they're going to play. I think this could stick. This I, could honestly It stick.
1: could, but I genuinely believe that they did this because they wanted the players to get back into it and try and end it um, back towards its normal.
0: Well, I know they're ending right before the Olympics, but there has to be some sort of break time, which would kind of lead me to believe that maybe. I, I, maybe. Don't,
1: I don't know because I think that even with our second or third string <laughs> NBA team, we're still a contender. in in any Olympic or FIBA event, whatever the case may be, just because, I mean, hell, we don't even know. Who knows if the Olympics will even happen, Joe? hate to say that, but, I mean, I don't think they're thinking about that. I think the players are thinking about, you know, playing the NBA season before they think about... Obviously, representing their country is probably a big thing to a lot of those guys. You know what they're Um, thinking about right now? What? The
0: new 2K. Come on, man. I'm thinking about the new 2K.
1: No, I haven't thought about 2K since, like, 2K15. It hasn't been my thing. I just I ever since I don't know the player movement just always felt different and it was so much more arcadian like 2014 2015. Oh it's so good. Right now? Oh it's so good. I don't believe you. Oh it's so good. I don't believe you. It's so good. I it got so sweaty so quickly oh, and it's like so good. if you don't play I felt like if you didn't play all the time I guess that's any game now. Like every game is so sweaty and that's kind of something. Oh, it's so good. Maybe we can talk about that because we kind of didn't know where we we're going with our with our final topic here is, um, is video games. You well, were hey, about I mean,
0: Xbox, Xbox series X and PS five. We, we got cold war. We got cold war
1: coming out. Now. I kind of wanted to talk about that. I forgot hey, to tell let's you about talk that. About so it. What the
0: hell? why not? It's fucking ten twenty two on a Tuesday. <laughs>
1: let's make it up. Um, so yeah. Uh, cold duty, cold war comes out this Friday. Um, Modern Warfare and them are have said that the engine is going to be the same. So,
0: can you explain to me what's happening? Is it a new Call of Duty?
1: Yes. Uh, so, the makers of who have had the series of Black Ops, so Black Ops One, Black Ops Two, Black Ops Three, Black uh, Ops Ghosts, 4? or who? Yeah, I think Ghosts, uh, Black Ops Four are going to be the ones who who make this. Activision is, is that taking, Treyarch? yeah, Activision. Treyarch. Activision right. is taking the reign, basically, of saying. Here's our, um, here's the engine to Warzone. Don't fuck it up till we get the till till we get it next year. Um, but so basically, you're able to. I don't know if you know this, but you're I able to. You're able to either um, choose your Warzone loadout from Modern Warfare, or you're able to choose your uh, Warzone loadout from uh, Cold War. So Warzone is said the one thing that sucks is that Cold War is said to um they're not going to be implementing warzone until december which i think is a huge miss for them the only reason i could see them doing this is so people can level up their guns so that way when warzone hits they can just jump right into it
0: build up the anticipation for it again i
1: i I get that but with how popular modern warfare is right now you want to try and switch as many people over as soon as the game comes out because if people play this game and they get off of the multiplayer
0: Especially on a next-gen, Quick, too. Quick, because
1: let me tell you what. I've seen, I haven't played it yet, so I can't fully say, but I genuinely am not excited to play to play the the multiplayer side of this Call of Duty. They've It looks like they've implemented a lot of cool new features and game modes and stuff like that, um, but the way that this Call of Duty looks compared to what Cold War looks like, I feel like I'm looking at a 2006 Call of Duty, and that's one thing I'm worried about. I haven't played it yet, like I said, so I'm not going to jump on anything right away. Um... But yeah, that's kind of just something. Did you rip ass? I didn't. Oh, no, no. I did. Uh, <laughs>
0: so why did you ask me? I was just trying to get you to admit to something. I don't know. Um, I'd let you know. I'm really, I mean, I'm more excited for just the next gen. Like, this is one of those things that you don't get to talk about a lot. Is it women?
1: No. Uh, Come on. I was just, maybe.
0: <laughs> Anything can happen here, huh? Yeah, I guess so. With the fun days roll. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, we, when was the last time we were what? How old? When? When? 14, 15 When the When the new consoles came out, I and mean, this is big stuff. Bro, man. It's been a. Ele- it's been
1: eleven years since
0: Modern Warfare Two came out. Oh man. my god! That hit. That hit. Was this like, is
1: This is the most I've ever played a Call of Duty probably since then. Yeah. I have over twenty days played between multiplayer and Warzone.
0: I really have no. Answer
1: and you know. To what, that. And you know what's sad what? is like the first like three or four months I was saying that this is one of the worst Call of Duties ever. You Just know, because you can actually I, go I back in the archives
0: it. of our podcast where I tell you to play Warzone. And you're like, nah, dude, I don't know if I can. I don't really know.
1: Well, no, it was more of the fact, it was the same thing Ooh. when I first started Fortnite. It was Ooh. the same exact thing. Dirty
0: boy, you. Yeah. I told you, I was like, yo, you got to try this Warzone shit. And you're like, nah, bro, I'm like playing, I'm playing search with my boys. And I'm like, no, motherfucker, you got to go try this shit. It's like crack. I think this was at, this was at the beginning of quarantine. No, dude. yeah, it was. And I don't think you've looked back since
1: I try. I I'm not gonna lie. When I first tried it, I wasn't huge on it just because it was fun Like when you play that game, when you play Warzone now, you have to play a certain way. Like you have to like, oh head, yeah, I don't play. You it have anymore. to head. You have to head peek a bunch of stuff. There's a lot of camping like involved. You have to play a certain way. Not anymore. You have to play for your own life. Like you can't just run around aimlessly, which is like my style of play when I play Search and Destroy. So that's why I like gravitated still towards that. Um a little bit more, but um no, I've learned to love it. I mean clutched up with dub today. Is um it? yeah, I was solo. Nice. I was solo against Ooh, that's fun. With like fourteen left. Um
0: so would you come would it come down to you versus how many?
1: Uh me versus two. Nice. one v two. Um nice quarry ending. Nice beautiful, beautiful scenic there. Beautiful. I know Where that, I that play we literally land, land there. Mountains. Yeah, we literally we literally land there like every game. So I knew that place like the back of my hand. And then one kid peeked the wall, and I was like half HP, and I fried him somehow. And then the what kid, and the kid jumped over the wall. I think his gas mask came off because I should have been dead, <laughs> I turned killed him too. And I was like, "Well, I should not have won that game." But um,
0: can you describe to me the rush of winning a Warzone game?
1: It is still, it is still pretty there. I will say that when you clutch up a game, or like when you was get, it? when you have like a high kill win game, or you haven't gotten a win in a while, that the feeling's still there. I will say that What's it kind the, of faded off Fortnite after a while, just because we got just, so good. Yeah, and you're just like, at one point we we kind of like got good before the level of Fortnite became like insane. Yeah. yeah. So like we were we were playing every night that we were all really like, oh, these kids are bots, <laughs> because we were sweating our ass off, like grinding creative till like four in the morning. Um, but no, I would say that this this game has had um, I mean, this, I wouldn't say the first has felt like the same as all the yeah. others, but, um, you know, having a 15-kill win is just like, like, holy shit, I was frying. Yeah, yeah. But to, like, streamers, it's like, yeah, it's a decent game.
0: Yeah, they're like, yeah, I need to do better. Yeah, time. I'm watching
1: YouTube videos yeah, of, like, 40 bombs time. and shit, and I'm like, all right, my bad. Yeah, yeah. Let me have this. So
0: <laughs> I'm interested, you know, to see who, which way our, our people go, towards Xbox or towards... For it's PS5. Yeah, I heard... I'm very interesting. I
1: heard that... Uh, oh, God, what was it? We were talking about it and our friend... It was like the... Something was overheating or something along those lines. I can't... If you want to talk for a bit, I'll be able to find it.
0: Something about the Xbox or the PS5? No, the
1: PS... It was the PS5. Good, because
0: it's the worst console. P-
1: oh, your PS5 is too hot. Turn on for PS5. So I guess that, like, they're having an issue with that. That stinks. Um, so that, like, that's why I said... I don't know if I want to keep going with consoles. I know that they upgraded. I will be and
0: receiving my new Xbox within a matter of hours.
1: Yeah, I I know a majority of my friends are getting a PS5 just because a lot of my friends who I play with now. Yeah, yeah, we're like PlayStation guys. So, but they've even made the. I haven't like held the PlayStation Five controller, but I feel like it's more of a Xbox type controller. If that makes sense to you.
0: Nothing wrong with coming over to the Xbox, man.
1: I did it. I was um, I was PlayStation, PS2, PS3. I actually. 360. I yep. I switch. I switched for a bit on when Modern Warfare three was out, till the end of Ghosts, and then once PS four came out in 2014, I switched back over, um, because of MLB be the show.
0: Well, we will welcome you back with warm. Big arms. right?
1: I, I'm thinking about honestly. I I bought a monitor because I know you're
0: thinking about the whole computer thing. Right? Yeah, I, know I you like. Are. I know you're thinking of building something. I don't want to
1: just like drop five hundred. I don't buy disc games anyway. It's like
0: just let me tell you, man. The show's coming back out on, on on the. On the uh, oh, on the as Xbox. not
1: not. I don't think it's next year. I think it's the yes, year after. Yes, yes,
0: 2021. Yeah. Oh
1: my god! So, yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, you're right.
0: Yeah, we're leaving this year behind, buddy. Um, for sure. Last thing, man. Last thing, June. My dude, June. I'll tell you what, Bray. I I'll tell you what. I want. I was looking. I was honest to God. The day after we, or the the minute after we we ended the last podcast, I went on to look for a haircut for you because that is. That I is, told you. That is what I wanted my gift to you to be.
1: No shave November, Joe. After November, I'll, I'll gladly accept. And,
0: well, let me tell you, right? <laughs> let me tell you. You're going to get your wish, all right? Because this guy's booked up until December already. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Whoa. if you want to get in with my dude, June, you better get on Booksy as soon as you listen to the words come out of my mouth. There is nothing else you should be doing. Then getting on the Booksy app, typing in 12 months of June, and then proceeding to pick a day, pick a time where you can have an appointment, get your haircut, and book that shit. Because my dude is filling up for the holidays. I book four or five in advance now. I learned the hard way. Don't be like me. Don't be like me and want your haircut in a couple days and you got to wait a couple weeks. Don't be that guy. Hop on. He's, he's happy to talk to you. He's happy to w- walk you through the process, whatever. Just make sure you do it because he's filling up. He's giving fresh cuts. He's easy to talk to. And that's my guy. Ray, I will get you a haircut over there at some point. Don't you worry. But it might be a little while. <laughs> and it looks like I'm okay know. with that. Yeah. Yeah. And take off the hat real quick. Um,. You say so. Eh, maybe it doesn't look that bad.
1: It's not that bad right no, now. No, it's not that bad. It's not. um... It's just long. Man. It's not Memorial or no. When do we have the shirts for? Was it Memorial Day or that Labor was, Day? That was a
0: big set of hair you had there, man. I know, what you're bro. That, yeah, about. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a lot of hair. That was a lot of hair. Yeah. Twelve months in June, ladies and gentlemen. Go on the books you have. Find them on Instagram at Twelve Months in June. Make sure you hit them up. And if you go over there and you get a cut and you heard about it on this podcast, make sure you let them know that you heard about it from Jomine Ray. How about that? Raymond, anything else you want to talk about here on this Tuesday night at 10.33 p.m.?
1: No, I have to get up for work. I still have to shower.
0: I am not showering. I have to be at the gym at 6 a.m. Um, <laughs> so, actually, I'm not even putting this podcast out until tomorrow.
1: I, I was going to um, tell you that anyway. So. Yeah, it's,
0: it's not happening. Uh, so, yeah, that's my plan. And then I get to go work 13 hours tomorrow. Uh, so basically, fuck me, um, and I give one of the, one of these. Yep, don't know what noise that is, but it just happened. <laughs> and that's always fun. That's always fun to go back and listen to them. Um, make sure we're looking at the fun day gear. Make sure we're doing. Yep. Um, yeah, just look at our stuff. Uh, new sweatshirt. I just bought the new one, the one with the AGF logo in the middle, the uh, gray one. Fire. Very fire. Uh, thanks to Amber for all she's been doing. I told you guys I was going to be busy and that it was going to be tough to do some stuff. And um, Amber really stepped up. Uh, thanks to her a lot. She's really awesome. Really, really, really awesome in yeah. every aspect of the word. Um, and yeah, fuck yeah. Anything, right?
1: No. No. Um... That's pretty much it, man. Yeah, um, I'm, much it. You're I'm shot, out of it. I'm shot. I'm tired. I'm glad we. Got, I'm honestly glad we did this. This, yeah, hour. this hour flew by. I will say that. Yeah, I think I'm hallucinating um, now to, be, to be, I'm actually. I'm generally of. falling asleep at the mic.
0: Nice. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to another episode of Any Given Fun Day. We will be back next week at probably regularly, hopefully, programmed <laughs> te- television. Um, I'm
1: going to call all Joe's bosses to just tell them that from 5 30 to 7 30 Monday nights, he's now out. Time. Yeah. It's Fun Day season.
0: Um, ladies and gents, thank you again, and we will be back again next week. And
1: don't you ever in your life forget.
0: So at the Fun Days roll, baby. Love y'all. Peace.